As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping to the Great Wall of China and back to the streets of Houston, Texas, where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. We talk about everything on this time. Politics, TV, film, UFC, sex, drugs, rock and roll, current events. You name it, we talk about it. And I'm here with my co-host, TJ DeSantis, after another week. Hope you had a great week, TJ. We're going to have a fun show today, a little throwback to years ago with our co-host here. Been on and with us now for 15 years, however long it's been. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. been 13, but why not just say 15? You might as well, right? Whatever Are you sure is. it's not 14 now? Because I, I feel have like no it's idea. 13. It's, it's Hang so on, weird. let me think here. Let me think here. Did we we started in like 2008, right? Say again. Did we start in 2008? Yeah, 2008 in May. Yeah, so 13, right? Because 13, 13 plus 8 is 21. I Basically, one of the longest podcasts running. We've never really pushed it as hard as we should. And we want everybody to subscribe on YouTube. We're getting uh, well over the mark of 5,000. We can start giving uh, items away. But Ooh. everybody, if you're listening to the show, you need to watch the show. Not to see me, not to see TJ, but to see our wonderful co-host, the beautiful, the sensual, the forever outspoken. You never know what's going to come out of her mind and her mouth. And... She's Sammy Phillips, and here she is. Hi, Sammy. Thank God you didn't say out of my vagina, because that would be completely inappropriate. See, like, 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 wait, like, I'm so old that bats, bats are just flying. Bats are flying now. What did I do, Bruce? I suggest we do the sex and relationship show just one time for throwback, and we already have like jumped the uh, the line. Bruce, why are you so red? You're red right here. Me. You. You make him that way, Sam. Well, you you are the blush. one that makes Bruce blush. Nobody makes me blush. I don't blush. I'm Come on. Blush. Okay, people on YouTube, they know the deal. They tu- they tuned in. You were a different shade than you are right now. Yeah, it's the truth. So. Well, I'm just sitting here wondering about that thin line we're walking on the show today with Sammy Phillips, but we just kind of like veered to the The right. line's behind us, guys. Like, we're I'm on the other it. side yeah. now. Right, we're we're on the finish now. line, Bruce. We're, we're, we're like in the Olympics. You know the guys, the the guys running around today, like the decathletes, whatever the fuck they are. <laughs> guys running around. Today. You know the guys running around the, guys at the Olympics. Running around in the Olympics, yeah. You mean the, and the guys that are swimming or the guys. Oh my are, god. Yeah, the decathletes, the ones that are doing a multitude of events. Decathletes. So yeah, so they ran around this morning. I was up at like three a.m. Don't ask me why. It's like my new time that I wake up. But anyway, so I was watching them run around. And all of them, like first place, second, third, fourth, they all like collapse when they cross the finish oh, line. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they like can't breathe. Like, that's us. We've already crossed the finish line. We've now collapsed. We're inhaling air as bats come out of my vagina. Okay, Sam. I mean, you already said it one like. One time is fine. Two I, I, times, not fine. I don't no, know I think I said it three. And I don't know. Great. 
Maybe you should make that a T-shirt. I don't know. Wow. Hey, millions.co. I was just going to say <laughs> millions.co might make it. Big, is that where you got that shirt, Buff? Look, look oh, at that yeah. Thing. What is your shirt? Oh, it's... Okay, millions.co is my new company. I don't know if you heard about it. We talked about it, Sammy. Millions.co is no. it's an amazing company. It's taken off like wildfire. We're basically everybody who's an athlete we started off with fighters but everybody who's a professional athlete whether you're in the olympics whether you're ncaa now because you can make money being an ncaa athlete on your image and your brand whether you're a surfer a volleyball player a fighter football every sport what about hey porn star they are sexual athletes oh that's an interesting that's, that's uh, question interesting thing that you mentioned and you know quite frankly it's something i will talk to my partners about and see, but let me tell you what we do, which would be great for like the people you work with, the porn stars you work with or porn stars out there, which let's face it, it's a business, mm -hmm. it's a legitimate business. And uh, you yes, know, it's it kind is. of an interesting thing, a sexual athlete. That's very interesting. What do you mean the people you work with? She works with up. me, Sam. She could be talking about me. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You know, TJ and his well, I don't know, TJ, this sexual is, ways. We're calling this the SNR show, which stands for sex and relationships for people that have sent questions into the show. So if you oh wait, did we get questions? Yes, we did. Yeah, we have three emails today. I whittled it down to TJ. I'm working on getting into millions.co oh, based I'm on so what you excited. do normally, but if you want to come in under the moniker of sexual athlete, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the world is ready for that. Well, here's the thing, guys, and, and hear this out, Sammy. What we do is like this t-shirt here. Uh -huh. I have the it's time shirt, but I always like the hashtag buff life. I tag my my uh, posts on Instagram and stuff with it. So it says Hashtag Buff Life, it's time circa 1966. 1966 is the first time I ever stepped in the octagon. Right? 1996. 1966. I was born in 66. Well, that's what it meant. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so, of course. 1996 is the first time I ever stepped in the octagon, and it's basically a commemorative T-shirt. And what we do on millions.co is, let's say you're an athlete coming in, Sammy. Okay, and we will make an entire merchandise line for you. No cost to you, no nothing. We do all, all the work, we do all the selling, the the um, fulfillment, the fulfillment, the shipping, everything. Plus, we have you can do cameo style videos as an athlete. You can do videos for your mm. fans. They'll say, "I want to ask you a question, like how do you train, right? Mm. Or what do you what do you eat for breakfast in the morning?" They'll pay you for the video. You send them back a video to stay in touch with your fans, and you can have like fight companion type shows, like Joe Rogan has watching UFC where no matter what athlete you are, football, whatever, you watch an event in your realm of athletics or outside, and you invite all your followers to come in and watch it with you, and they might pay like $1.99 or five bucks. And you it's like a watch party. Like, exactly. Yeah. So what we're doing is something that athletes oh. and even entertainers as a rule are not good at, and that's branding and marketing themselves. Okay, so wait, so would the sexual athletes watch parties, would they be watching other sexual athletes perform? It's their, if that's what they're doing and they're watching, and that example, I would say if they watch a porn movie together, then they can watch the porn movie together. I don't want to know what they're doing while they're watching the porn. That's well, their, no, no one's talking about that. I'm just talking about which film are we currently going to be watching with the sexual athletes. I think it should be a movie starring other are, sexual athletes. Are, are, are we really going to go with sexual athletes? <laughs> yes, is this a new listen. term now? It's actually, I find it interesting. I'm going to mention it to my partners at Millions. We'll see what they say. Sammy brought something I mean, up. how do you win? 
How do you win? Uh, never you mind. Lose? How I, do you I, lose? That's when, true. That's true. Who winning every day on It's Time Radio. Just be the best you remember the moniker. Be the best you can be, and then you're winning. When every time, every day you. You wake know up. what, Bruce? See, like you've said it so many times that it, it just it, it's I, I completely forgot that. I'm sorry. You're right. If if you yeah. try your hardest, you're winning. You're winning. You're winning. Try your yeah. Sexual athletes trying their hardest and they're winning. It's time to Literally, win. Literally, they're <laughs> hardest. Bump, 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 bump. All right. All right. All right, Sammy, be careful. Yeah. Is it too late to pull an audible and go back to the normal show? No. Uh, <laughs> too late. Hey, listen, hopefully people are getting a laugh out of this. Everybody, the show today is brought to you by, of course, FanDuel, the place to be for fantasy sports, the place to be to bet on sports. Check out FanDuel.com. Puncher's Chance, brought to you by the finest, sweetest tasting bourbon in America today, about now to enter into Canada. Yes, everybody. Hey. hey telling me you want puncher's chance we sign the deal they take their booze pretty serious up there bruce that's a that's a hard uh, market to sort of break into well when it gets cold up there i would definitely love a bottle of puncher's chance beside me sitting at home by the fireplace but um you know what bruce i would really love a bottle of puncher's chance sitting beside me and i don't know my fireplace and i have one sent sam didn't i have one sent to you no no Wait, say that again. I think she just said somebody's name. I think his name is Noah. Noah. No. Noah has it. Yeah, we'll have Noah no, deliver Noah it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy, do me a favor. Text text me your, um, I have the address, but just make sure I have the right address. And I'm okay, off. I'll do the digits. Do the digits on the widget. So anyway, Puncher's Chance is doing amazing. We've uh, said we've won three awards for the best tasting bourbon in America and the best design bottle in America. And now we're going into Canada. Safe and- to say you have more than a Puncher's Chance to make this thing uh, work. It's just like Saturday night at UFC 265. Everybody in life has a puncher's chance. Especially Israel Adesanya in his post-fight interviews. Yeah, right, which is not due to me. That was due to Adrian, or excuse me, Israel Adesanya. Listen, like we said, be the best you can be. You're winning, and everybody has a puncher's chance. There we go. Let's get For the record, Bruce, I have never seen a bottle of Howlerhead on a UFC broadcast, but I have seen a bottle of puncher's chance. So good job, my friend. Ooh, but Howlerhead's wow. got their emblem in the octagon. I know. Oh, but they're also paying for it. You're not. Yeah. Well, also, too, when you go to Buffalo Wild Wings, we're going into all the Buffalo Wild Wings across the country. So that's huge. Hopefully uh, they don't go the way of uh, the way we were talking about them last week on the show. Because remember, they were one of the businesses that were uh, on thin ice. Puncher's Chance will probably save them. Now they probably have a Puncher's Chance. There we go. There we go. And that article was filled about every company you could name having endangered. I know. It made me feel like I need to go support all of them. (laughs) <laughs> well, speaking of support, a little serious note before we get into the stories and our Q&As for the SNR show. Okay, we're back to it again. I've, I've, there's many weeks that we do not talk about COVID on the show. We got to talk about COVID on the show. This variant is reaching new heights, creating issues for everyone. I personally, in my six degrees of separation, family and friends who are vaccinated are getting sick from the variant. Yeah, I uh, I saw a Facebook post, which again, red alert right there with that uh, preface. But I saw a Facebook post where someone was like saying, do you know anyone who's actually had COVID? And everybody responded with like, yeah, like yeah. who doesn't know someone who's had COVID at this point? Like it, it still blows me away, Bruce. We're talking about these variants. We're talking about this still being a problem. But there are still people online that are trying to debate this thing even being real. It's like the insurrection didn't really happen either. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. It's, <coughs> it's, it's political talking <laughs> points, dude. 
it, on on both of those stories, um, it's you know agendas I think that are being pushed politically. Uh, if you if you look at all of the the states right now that have the highest COVID rate, they are the red states. I'm sorry, the Republican states where the their heads and their leaders are not doing a mask mandate. They're not uh, spreading the information or helping people get access to the actual vaccinations. And those are the states right now that are highest capacity of the hospitals, worse than it right. was originally last year, yeah. so on and so forth. And people are still denying. It's like climate deniers. Like, what the fuck are you denying, dude? Look around you. But it's the same thing. Uh, videos can be doctored. The insurrection, those were just peaceful protesters and they, the news made that all up. Guys, it's, it's called science. It's called facts. It's called right. believe your eyes, but people just don't want to. Science! <laughs> oh yeah, no, that was really good, Buffer. I like that. Thank you very much. That woke me up a little bit. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it takes people like, I hate to say it, like, the small ones like us, like, hey, guys, you know, these things really do exist. And if you can get through to one person, it helps. Well, like, here's here's my thing about the one person. Here's my thing about the mass that I just don't understand. Like the, the people that are anti-mass are talking about how it's against their liberties and against their rights. And it's like, have you heard of facial recognition software? Like a mask might be the only thing that's actually keeping your like privacy and liberties intact. In that's a very good. That's a very good point. You know, I it, let me ask you guys a question. Um, it lightened up where we could go out, restaurants inside, this, that, and the other, with the variant out there, and of course, the six degrees of separation of people getting it. Um, are you comfortable, or are you are you back to being paranoid a little bit about what you need to do outside? I personally, I mean, yes, define I, comfortable. I, 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 well, comfortable taking off your mask when you walk in a restaurant and sitting in a bar. So um, I have not gone out to eat in this state since COVID has happened. I have, while traveling uh, abroad, I don't know really why that is. Maybe it's because, actually, I, I know exactly why that is. I've, I've kind of answered my question here, Bruce, and, and, and thank you for bringing this up, because I just realized I'm not comfortable bringing my family out in public. I will go out in public, which is probably uh, kind of counterintuitive at the same time, uh, because I bring back whatever I, I might pick up. But when I think about it, th there's a reason I haven't brought my family to go out to eat anywhere here, uh, and it's because I'm just simply not comfortable. Yeah, no, I was out last evening with a friend, and you know, we walked into a bar, an um, empty bar, took a corner just to have a drink after an event that we were at, outside event, and it's starting to get to me again like it did a few months ago. I'm just not that comfortable. I'm yeah. comfortable. I was comfortable with her, but I wasn't comfortable with the people around me. Right. And, and that's the thing, too. Like, I, I'm not – like, I'm vaccinated. I know that's not the, the safeguard as much as it was maybe a few oh, months ago at this point. But, uh, but, but I will say, like, I personally – um, I'm not so worried about myself, but the idea that I would bring my son out and expose him to something, he's not vaccinated. There's not a vaccine uh, yet for his age group. Um, be because of that, I, I've been you know, pretty protective. And I think that has ha actually had a, um, a damaging effect to a certain extent because he's you know, a kid. He needs to be out socializing oh. and, and you know, that, that's, that's hard on a, on a young child. But uh, you know, I'd, I'd rather, uh, unfortunately, have him kind of go through some of those hardships than and unfortunately get sick which are the hardships they've been through for the last you know two years yeah 
I think he's over it at this point. Like uh, some of the lasting effects, I think we're going to see when he starts to intermingle with kids again yeah. and goes back to school. Um, but yeah, like uh, he's pretty comfortable and happy at home. We've done a really good job at making uh, home be uh, as entertaining and and you know fun as possible. But still, he needs to run around and get some of that energy out. That's great that you do that. You're, you're excellent parents as there's many fine parents out there, you know, doing the same for their kids, you know, Kristen and Chris, her husband with the boys, Henry and Rupert, they went to camp last week. Right. But they had to cut the camp short mm. um, a day or two because three kids tested positive in the camp. And what does that mean? You know what I mean? Cause like kids can get it and get over it relatively quickly, but I hear that's not always the case with some of these variants either. Like these kids variants are, are impacting a bit more. Yeah. Seriously hospitalized and dying from this variant. That's more crazy. Than they were from the other from the other thing. That's the thing people have to understand. But again, we don't want to get back to living in paranoia. Just live safe and everything else. Luckily, none of the kids, other than the three kids, that tested positive, tested positive since then. So they're back. But as soon as they got back, I couldn't get near Kristen. You know, we worked together. Right. So we're filming videos yesterday. She's got to be masked up and everything. We Makes things really her. difficult. And she gets a cold, and we're thinking, oh no, did they have it? And it turned out to be a regular cold. But even if you get a cold these days, it's like, what? Right. What do I do? I oh. I mean, when this first thing started, I went to the post office and I was, you know, all masked up and I sneezed and I never sneeze, guys. Like, it's, it's just not something I normally do. And I sneezed and I had the mask on and I still did like the, the vampire sneeze and the daggers that were shot my way with oh, eyeballs. Yeah. Like, you I thought that I threw up everywhere. I accidentally sneezed in a supermarket the other day with my mask on the same nine yards. And yeah. literally everyone was like, and I'm like... <laughs> Right. You're like, no, no, you are, no, no, you're like, no, no. guys, it's fine. I'm not you know dying. It, I, I promise. You know what a sneeze is like now? It's like a loud fart. Okay? Oh, what? dude. Yeah. Uh, honestly, Bruce, in that post office, I think I would have rather have farted. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I would have got less looks. Uh, speaking of looks, here's one for you. So anyway, everybody out there, please stay safe. This is not over. And I don't know if it's ever going to be over. We're going into winter in a couple months. And we talked to Dr. Davidson about this a long time, uh, probably almost a year ago, where he said the next five years, we're going to be like this. Well, I mean, so far, he's right. Look at Amanda Nunes. She tested positive for COVID. She's not fighting this weekend. We're going to Houston, which is an open state and a state that spikes like crazy from time to time, depending on the situation or whatever. Wherever. Yeah. And, and also, too, like, did you see that Amanda not only tested, but so did her, her wife, Nina, and their child? Oh, no, wow. the child, too? All three of them, yeah. And were they vaccinated? I do not know that. I mean, their child's way too young to be vaccinated, so, so no well, there. Yeah, but I, I don't know, know about Amanda and, and Nina. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like everybody's fine, but the bottom yeah, line is, you know, the, the whole family uh, got it. That's how it works. You know, a friend of mine went to Florida where 20% of the cases exist. Thank you, Governor. Um, uh, and, cousin Ron. And by the way, yeah, but I, it wasn't there a governor of, of one state that was very open about no masks and 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 what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, there's just several. Ron DeSantis. There's cousin Ron. A bunch of them. He tested positive too, right? I'm, yeah, probably. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Um, they just had on the news there was a, a head of some big general hospital, and I want to say it was Louisiana, which I think is like the highest COVID cases right now. And the, the lady who was the head of the hospital was, you could tell, very emotional, um, said it was probably the hardest day since the pandemic started because they had like 20 something cases that were children in, in, the, in the emergency room in the ICU. I think five were on ventilators um, and the rest were like extremely sick. So 
to the point where whatever the variant now is affecting children more than the original, you know, uh, coronavirus, yeah. uh, novel coronavirus affected them. It is mutating and changing. Hey, at least, guys, it's getting warm, you know, and once it gets warm, it just goes away. At least that's what I heard a while ago. No, know? that's not true. No? Okay, sorry. Then just inject sunshine into your blood and you'll be fine. No, drink some bleach. All right, TJ Trump. Very good. Thank you. DeSantis. <laughs> Cousin Ron. Come on now. TJ DeSantis. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, my God. That's what do you yeah. want to do? You want to do more stories or do you want to get into some of our emails? Well, I, let's let's go with well, we're on the subject of this and somebody who's been a, a big proponent of what it takes to go against uh, COVID and protecting his state of New York. Man, Sammy, we talked very highly about this gentleman or this man, and I'm not saying. Oh, I know it's how the mighty have fallen, and you know what they say? There's like, who are we talking about? Cuomo. Oh, oh. yeah, that story. And, and you know, we know that when you're um, accused or an accusation is made, uh, that in a lot of times in this in this type realm of accusation, you're guilty till proven innocent by most people. Uh, and you're pretty much just guilty. At this I know, point. but let me tell guilty. you something. Well, here, wait, wait, that, wait one that, second, wait. Sammy. Wait, wait one second. Wait one second. One thing. I want to give you 35 words that they claim really changed this for him yesterday, which caused for, I think, two-thirds of the uh, – uh, anyway, his own fellow people that he works with in New York and Biden himself, President Biden. That's what I was going to say. Calling for his resignation. Literally so let me, in the news. In the news. So let me give you the 35 words. We – the investigators appointed to conduct an investigation into allegations of sexual harassment by Governor Andrew and Cuomo conclude that the governor engaged in conduct constituting sexual harassment under federal and New York state law. Done. Right. There. Yep. I mean, that's that's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And again, this time last year, we were talking about how he could potentially be a candidate for president. Oh, Can we you were- imagine. Well, I mean, we, we know other people that were candidates for president that were accused of sexual harassment. I mean, we know we, we know presidents they, they that became have done a president. Things, so. Right? Yeah. So. So. Yeah. Anyway, the, there were interviews with 179 people and over 74,000 documents investigated that found that he harassed 11 women, including his last like assistant chick, the one, the most recent one, I believe. The most recent one, but also state employees and a New York State trooper. And, and th- is, this yeah. this is the thing too. Um, I I will say with with that many accusations, probably you know some of them are somewhat benign, but those end up getting magnified because there are ones that are not benign at all. And uh, you know th- that's the issue here is it, it doesn't matter if you're guilty of of one sort of egregious act. Man, you're you're beyond guilty for any sort of subtlety that could be misinterpreted as uh, sexual harassment. So uh, that's that's insane. Like that's tough. Look, sexual harassment is an issue. The question is, <clears throat> and Sammy, do you know any of the uh, what, what he's being accused of? What is the harassment that he's being? Accused um, of? Yes, groping, uh, breasts, buttocks. What? Kissing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sliding. Those are bad. That's sliding bad. hand up and down, unwarranted, uh, pulling women in, pressing their boobs against his chest. See, um, th- th- that's what I'm saying. I'm hey. not. I'm not. I'm not uh, d- d- dismissing anything like that. But sometimes, like, uh, you know, Bruce is a hugger. 
You know, like Bruce Huggs. I, well, I could see that was his defense, guys, was the fact that he said he's just a super friendly guy. Right. He's always been this type Doesn't of guy. Doesn't work anymore. But, but, but again, you can be a hugger, and maybe that can be misinterpreted, but when you are kissing or straight up fondling. That's different. Th- th- well, it makes the, the, the benign ones more nefarious, and, and I'm sorry. Well, it, the benign it, ones will fall into the same realm. Right, that's 100%, that and that's what I'm saying. It, it, when you are... I mean, really, at, at any point in, in a, this sort of case and scenario, if you offend someone, you're pretty much guilty. But when you are truly, like, grossly uh, guilty of this behavior, the, the, the slightest hug really is, is going to be something where it's like, ah, that creep hugged me. You know what I mean? Like, that's, right. it's an issue. Well, let me, let me tell you something in the workplace, okay? Let's just say even at a UFC event. I'm a big hugger. You know that. You said it. You're right, Okay. Um, I don't hug anymore, but there's a couple people that come to hug me. Right. right? And what do you do? Right. Like I, you don't want to be an a-hole, but it's also like, out, Hey, I hips out shoulders forward, light tap. <laughs> thank you. Like, like a seventh grade, uh, uh, dance know, participant. In, in, that, in that case, you could just, you know, do a fist, like just, or do an elbow thing because it is COVID and that is an automatic excuse yeah. not to have any. Unless the other thing, COVID has killed that issue too. Yeah. So, you know, no, like the, nobody, nobody usually touches or hugs anyone. And they're all like, if, if you know each other, they're like the fucking elbow. Listen, this is a big issue. Assault is the worst issue. While we're on the SNR show talking about the subject, you know, Uber was fined $59 million over sexual assault data. Now it probably whatever they've done legally, they might only have to pay one hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> that, that's fine. interesting to me because Uber doesn't have employees. I don't know how it worked exactly, but they got after the company. But think about it; they were fined fifty nine million. They struck a deal with a California regulator to reduce the sa- substantial amount. Uh, that yeah. They were for. Didn't they? Uh, didn't they just um, uh, condemn or charge? Not charge, but they hammer came down on that guy that was accused of killing the girl that got into his car thinking it was an Uber and he uh-huh. like assaulted and killed her. Oh my God. I didn't he, really... he just got like life, whatever here in, uh, here in California. I, I missed that story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. You story. have to always check when yeah. you get into a car and make sure it's the actual car you're supposed to be getting into. So like I'm a uh... your thumb out and, and, and hitchhiking on the side of the road. Yeah, That ain't happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, one one thing about me, I don't know a lot about cars. Uh, like I don't. If you say, "Hey, it's a Toyota Prius," like I know what a Toyota symbol looks like, but I don't know what is a Prius or not. So I'm forced to always look at the license plate, which is good in these scenarios. Yeah. But uh, man, I, I've had uh, some conversations with some female Uber drivers, and the stories that they have, absolutely insane. I could imagine. Speaking of stories, this is the SNR show or uh, part thereof, which stands for Sex and Relationships, which is. Obviously, something we're all interested in and aware of over the age of 18. Um, so let's go ahead and answer some questions. We, we got some questions in from people? Yeah, I got uh, three emails that we'll uh, get to. Right, um, wait, before we, hey, guys, before we get to the emails, if people want to send us future emails, how are we, how are we getting them? Where are they um, sending them to? I put out a tweet uh, that said you can email me, DeSantisMMA at gmail.com. You can also direct message me. Uh, on Twitter, um, that's that's a good way. But I'm I, I think it's safe to say that if anybody tweets any of us uh, at Bruce Buffer at TJ DeSantis at the Single Life, uh, we'll probably get those uh, questions on the air at some point. Yeah, we will. And before we answer, uh, those of you 
that listened to us years ago when we had the SNR show, I want to explain that Sammy um, has been with Dr. Drew, worked with Dr. Drew. Sammy is a what we call a sexpert. That's verified, by the way. I've I've interviewed Doctor Drew a few times, and I brought up Sammy, and and he immediately knew who I was talking about. Exactly, and Doctor Drew has been on our, our show, my show. Um, at the same time, I've been on Doctor Drew's show, where he had me on uh, answering questions. I've been on Doctor Drew's show too. Well, that's what I just said. But you know, he I've never us. been on Doctor Drew's show. Yeah, but he respected us and our opinion for him to invite me on the show and answer questions from his audience. I think we, aside from life experiences that all of us have had. Uh, crazy ones that Sammy's had, crazy ones that I've had. Oatmeal ones that I've had. PJ being married for his entire life. Mr. Vanilla. <laughs> so we'll give the married questions to TJ and, and we'll comment on them and we'll take care of the others. So um, if you're over the age of 18, enjoy. If you're under the age of 18, ask mom and dad if you can listen to the next three questions we could ask. We could ask. Yeah, I mean, you're fine. You're fine. We're okay. Sammy yeah, Phillips is on the show. We never know what's going to happen. Right, that, well, that is I, true. I, I love how you're just pinning it all on me. Uh, need I remind you, you? Need I remind you about the bats that we talked about earlier? The ones that come from my vagina. Thank you. I shouldn't have done that. I I know better than this. It's been thirteen years. I really years. want a T-shirt with my legs open and just okay. Bats no, lying. No. Why don't you just create a product called Vag Bat to make sure that it just <laughs> takes all those bats away? <laughs> you know, clear the cobwebs. Yeah, what am I? Know, what am I doing this. with my life? You can do this, TJ, on that one. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let let's go ahead and get you oh, some emails. Hey, we can make a note of that one. Make, make, a, make a minute mark of that one, TJ. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. It's fine. Wait, it could be like scat bats. Like, get out of here, bats. Scat uh, bats. Thanks, Sammy. Okay, TJ, well, uh, we'll leave, we'll leave the product uh, ideas to to Bruce. Product, yeah. Thank you. Uh, all right, first email here from Alex in Toronto. Uh, it is addressed to Bruce. Bruce, my wife and I have been married for 20 plus years. Uh, now that we are in our 50s, it seems that her sex drive is buzzing while mine is stuttering. I am uh, worried that I can't perform to the level that she wants. Not that it's an issue of stamina or motivation. It's more my general indifference of uh, desire. Uh, what can I do as I know the longer that this is going to be a problem, uh, the more it's going to cause stress in our marriage? Well, a lot of, if, I guess, direct to me, I'll answer it first. My first reaction is, A, he should get uh, his blood work done, see what his testosterone levels are That's at. a good call. See uh, how he's doing, because obviously men, as they age, they get low on testosterone, and some don't. I mean, there's certain ways around it. Uh, I know for a fact, something I practice all the time is great leg workouts, which increase the level of testosterone in your body, even if you're losing it. If you really work out your lower half, you know, multiple times a week, you can increase it along with supplements you can take. And I'm not talking about TRT replacement, but in the event of low testosterone, he should go see a doctor yep. and maybe he could use a little TRT replacement. I, I've even seen uh, some testosterone replacement therapies done via mail now. So you can have these online consultations where they'll actually mail you uh, either a pill form or uh, uh, injectables even. So uh, depending on the state that you live in, you can actually uh, get that therapy without having to go to the doctor uh, regularly. They can actually get you on a month uh, mail system. Well, what I would say, though, is, and I'm not a practitioner of this, but I mean, realistically, if you're going to look into this, I recommend you see a, a doctor. Yeah, and a real doctor, too, not necessarily just an age clinic doctor, because, I mean, especially in, in the state of California, if you want to go get some, uh, you know, steroids, essentially, from a doctor, you just go to the right clinic, and they'll, they'll write you whatever you want, but right. you but should I'm go not, see your general MD first. 
absolutely get your blood test but i'm not talking about steroids that's not even a thing yeah but testosterone is a steroid so that's yeah, what I'm they, i guess it could be classified as such of course so you have that you have the other thing too is that there are doctors out there that deal with ed which is erectile dysfunction which can also include the fact if your desire is low yeah and then you have the products out there such as viagra and cialis and for those of you that also to- comes in the mail if you want it that way also comes in the mail um, I mm-hmm. just did a commercial for Blue Chew, which is a, a new product there, which is actually what is the same ingredient as in Cialis. But real quick to those of you from my research, what you've done is Cialis, when you take it, it can work over the course of 24 to 48 hours for right. people to get excited. That can be a problem, right? I mean, not a problem, but no. you can find yourself a little more uh, rigid in situations than maybe you want to be. Because um, like actually- Viagra is like six hours, right? No, if you're... If you're <laughs> It's supposedly four because if you oh, okay if you suffer, let's say that you suffer from, uh, if you take these products, you got to take them as prescribed. If you take right. too much, I forget what the term is. If you, uh, my point is this: you you take like a Cialis like in the morning because you might get frisky later that night. You take a Viagra like an hour before or something. Viagra supposedly yeah. forty five minutes later, whatever you've got like four hours potential activity. Right. What, what you were just joking about can happen when you're not even in the situation. Right. Like, Cialis, on the other hand, is about when you get excited or you're mm-hmm. in a situation and then. Right. Yeah. I'm just trying to. Uh, you're hard on for a longer amount of time, the Cialis. Yeah. Right. Like, longer. I mean, the, you take a Cialis, you might have that, you know, seventh grade, like history class moment where you're sitting at your desk and things are a little. <laughs> Boom. You know, you know what I'm saying? The teacher picking on me and my, that old loose leaf book we used to carry, man, that came in handy in front of my own. Um, oh my goodness. <laughs> we all went through it as kids. I mean, yeah, know? that's, yeah. that's, uh, those are the breaks of being a young man. You know, I have but to an say answer, something. An answer to his question. One second, Sammy, an answer to his question, see a doctor, see how your levels are. Yeah. Ask yourself how healthy you are. I mean, maybe yeah. need some health changes. And Cause it, it could be mentally, right? Like it, it could well, be no, mental, but it could be physical as well. And I hope he's still attracted to his wife. That's another thing, too. You think about that. I mean, 20 plus years of marriage. Uh, Can I jump in? Who are you? What's your name? Sammy, one last thing before that, along with the doctor and this and getting your levels checked, create a romantic environment for your wife. We talked about this in the past. Create a a night out, a date night. Throw the rose petals on the floor. Let her walk into the bubble bath. You know, give her a massage. But how will that help him? How will that? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna help her put her in the mood, but she needs to help put him in the mood. Right. Ooh, I never thought about that. Are we putting are we we putting some of this on her? All of it is on her. Okay, so here's a couple things. Didn't expect that. that The 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 couple things that that made me take pause with this letter is, you know, a couple in their fifties. Usually, yeah, I know men have their uh, erectile issues. Typically, women have their menopausal issues at 50. For a fact, by that point, they are usually in it, past it, uh, in the throes of it. So that's a dry vagina. Sorry. Uh, That is pain during intercourse. Uh, That is not really being interested in sex. Um, All the things he's talking about, like just the disinterest, usually comes from the woman at that age. Right. it's interesting that she's, he's saying that she's still into it, that it, the problem's not with her. Right. So she needs to go out of her way to do things to entice him. Right. To turn him on. Um, yeah, a date night is good to get her in the mood, but 
he needs to come home from work and she needs to be in her sexiest lingerie and then plan a whole fucking strip tease and then give him a blowjob in the living room, in the kitchen. You know, like welcome back to the SNR show, ladies and gentlemen. Like she needs to make the effort and not always expect him to be ready to go when she wants it. If he's not interested, it. though, does that does her making it accessible just immediately make him well, more then, interested? Okay, but that solves a problem because if she's making it accessible and she's like, "Hey, it's not on me. I'm ready to fuck you, suck you, do anything you want to you," and he's like, you know, breaks, screech, pause, hmm, excuse, uh, I gotta go to the bathroom. I need to chill out and right. relax a couple of minutes first. Bullshit then there's something wrong with him. And, and it goes to the fact that it's either mental or physical or a combination of the right. two. Yeah, I, I would say, Sam, I've never heard a scenario laid out where a woman made herself readily available as the man walks in from work and that wasn't the most attractive thing for any person ever. So yeah, it probably I mean, should should work. That, I, also- I mean, it, I, I, I could tell you it works. I've done it hands full, hands fulls, hundreds, thousands of times. That's the benefit of dating me. Woo! So <laughs> that also is the benefit of dating many other women. There's more than just me that have that mindset because you have to reward your man when he comes home, right? He's worked hard to provide for you. And if you, especially if you are a stay at home mom or you're a homemaker, right. You've got some time to zhuzh up and doll up and, right. you know, make yourself like a pretty present for him to unwrap when he comes through the door. And I guarantee you, you take care of your man. He's going to be taking care of fucking you because he wants you to be that happy every day when he comes home from work. You know, I always wish when we had these emails that we had them like on the phone so we could ask other questions. Mm. But, but that is true because we don't really know if she is trying to pursue him. If, if it's if it's he that is always expected to sort of be the pursuer, uh, then, you know, that, that can actually add more stress to the situation. But if she goes out of her way to sort of be like, look, I'll do all the, you yeah, know, heavy lift. Right. You just need to do you or me rather. Yeah. (laughs) When I get you. Right. Exactly. You you guys are all correct in what you're saying. I think we all have it down like that. Um, The thing is, though, too, is there's communication. Right. They need to communicate. Yeah. He's feeling that. Right. Have a little sit down and say, you know, whatever their scenario is, whatever their relationship entails, but they need to communicate. That's one thing I find interesting, Bruce, is these people will write us emails, but I, I don't know if they always that. have yeah. the, the conversation with one another. Well, because it's anonymous. You can right. write an it's email true. to us and we can talk about it and you can get three completely different or similar opinions, right. but you don't get the judgment that you would get from your significant other when you told them how you Yeah. Know. So the biggest thing I think to, to walk away from this, Alex, if you're watching or listening is one, talk to your, your wife and two, talk to a doctor. Yeah done oh my god we just solved that guy's problem i think we're good at this guys yeah come on let's go on to the next question all right answer this gentleman's question in all fairness i do miss when we had them live on the show that's true live and we can go back to that eventually you know we could do that that's easy yeah to get callers i got i got a phone number and everything um this next uh email is actually uh, we could try we go to millions.co and have the look at that a millions.co not a bad Special idea. athletes on their way. Right, exactly. Get the, 99 cents for a question. Yeah, and then you can get the bat t-shirt from Sammy. Um, bat bats. 
Uh, Ra- Randy writes in. Randy says, uh, my girlfriend and I uh, have had multiple threesomes adding additional women from time to time. Uh, we are getting married next year, and I'm worried that exchanging vows will complicate our adventures in the bedroom. Am I just overthinking it? Yeah. Ooh, Give me a- that again, please. Give me that again. So basically, he's getting married to his girlfriend, who he's had multiple threesomes with in the past, and he's worried that getting married will uh, put an end to their uh, adventures in the bedroom. May I say something? As your show. Okay. <laughs> um, not that I'm an expert on this subject, but we have talked about this subject in the past. And I remember when we were live and people were calling in, I remember one call in questioner called and asked that he loved his, he loved his girlfriend and they've been together for two years, but it was getting boring in the bedroom. And how could he bring another person in the bedroom to spike it up? And would it be good to do? And my right. first question to him and answer to him was, are you married? Because my opinion was and is that, listen, healthy sex is healthy sex. You have a right to enjoy yourselves and bringing in another partner, another female as part of that. I'd say that's great while you're dating and you're in a relationship. I think once you're married, it can create problems in the relationship. And at that point, you need to decide if you're a swinger or if you're a married couple and make a decision where you want to take your relationship. But you can be a married swinger. You can you could be a married open relationship person. Right. I know well, that, many, that's that's, I know that's many what I'm saying that too. It's very you, you know, need to establish what your relationship is. I mean, are we open and sleep with other people or because once well, you bring that one person in and there's no going the back if you're married. Over, yeah, yeah, when the act is over, if it's just like the act, that's one thing, but if yeah. it becomes a lifestyle, that's right. another thing. Yeah, well, that's another thing, too. Like, are you going to sort of, like, you know, go into the the polyamorous lifestyle? Like, that's a whole other sort of situation and scenario. And uh, I I think, I mean, I hate to say this to Randy, but this uh, issue goes back to what we were talking about with with Alex in our last email. Like, this is a conversation you need to have with your your girlfriend, your fiancé, rather than, you know, talking to us. Like, if you guys are having adventures in the bedroom... I, I, I'm different maybe, but like, I don't think a marriage really changes your relationship with the person, uh, that you're with other than lawfully. Well, okay. For me, it's different, I guess. My, my wife and I like getting married meant a tax break. That, that was it. Uh, we've remained the sort of same people in the same relationship, uh, for the last, uh, I can't screw this up 16 years. So you're uh, sexual vanilla, the two of you. How do you know that? Because maybe I have things. swings and chains and stuff. No, you don't you know, don't. Sam. No, I don't. No, you you do not. Yeah, that we would we would have heard about it within the last thirteen to fifteen. I would years. say I'm more boring than vanilla, but I think vanilla is probably the most boring. <laughs> uh he's a missionary. Got it. Um, hey, you're a bi- never mind. I can I can tell you <laughs> um, from experience as well that. Um, you know, in my past, like when I was a nude model, I was a pen ass pet and I was doing B movies and I was doing simulated sex scenes on camera. They were not full sex, but anybody watching would just think I was actually banging somebody. Um, I've had relationships and boyfriends and fiance uh, where it was fine while we were dating or engaged, but or dating until there was intense emotions, like love-like emotions. But at some point with most men, there's a switch and it usually flips when they don't wanna share you like that with anybody anymore. And uh, that's when the conditions and the rules come in. 
And that is definitely a discussion that you need to have before right. you actually get married. Um, on the other hand, I do know women that have been in open relationships and swinger-like relationships, and it changed for them once they got married. Um, they didn't feel comfortable wanting to share their husbands like that anymore. So you can change when the relationship becomes more serious. You have higher expectations and it's not just fun and games and sex anymore, you know. But then I do also know other open relationships where they are true open where there's a primary person and they both know that they are the primary and it doesn't matter what they do with two, three, four, and five people outside of the primary, the primary is always number one and they never have a, 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 a care or concern yeah. that that would be swayed by anybody outside. They're that solid. So it's really individual. And honestly, like you guys say, it comes down to communication and it's a conversation they have to have. It, it, would they think it, it would takes change? a strong disposition also, and jealousy cannot enter the picture because no, there's no. so many variables that can happen with that kind of an open relationship. Um, but it, like we said, I, did we answer this person's question? No, I think so. Yeah, because like the, the, the direct question was, will marriage complicate the adventures in the bedroom? And, and the answer to the question is, we'll yes. have a conversation with your partner to, to figure out if it will, because they're going to be able to tell you if it will bother them or if expectations but, uh, will change once you're married. But, but here's my question, uh, sort of another fold to this. If, if they're not married yet in their, I mean, I'm not judging here. I mean, some people like to do, you know, things like that where they have, you know, multiples in the bedroom, but are we worried yeah. about, about their, their <laughs> no. interest level in the bedroom being a, a, an issue if they're not even married and they're already looking to, to spice things up. Maybe it's not necessarily a necessity. Maybe it's something they just prefer or like to do. But is there any concern the fact that they're already to that sort of level prior to, uh, you know, getting married and being in a, I mean, I don't know how long they've been together, but it is well, we an interesting know, thing. We don't know how long they've been together. We don't know the frequency of these extracurricular activities. Now let me look at the email place. again. Look at the email again. Read it again one more time. Um, give me a second because I can't find it. There it is. Uh, okay, here it is, word for word. My girlfriend and I have had multiple threesomes, adding an additional woman from time to time. We are getting married next year, and I am worried that exchanging vows will complicate our adventures. Am I just overthinking it? Okay, my answer to the question is yes, it'll complicate things. Second, we've had multiple threesomes involving women from time to time. What was the other third party <laughs> when it was women from time to time? Who else? No, 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 no. I, I think they're, they're saying it was only women. Yeah. We, and know. only a few times a time. Right. Yeah. We've, we've had multiple threesomes adding an additional woman from time to time, meaning that they're, they're threesomes that they have from time to time. Features well, I think women. It, it, it's real simple. I think we've all said the same thing. The answer is yes. Communicate and decide what is the basis of your relationship. Is it an open relationship, which will develop into an open marriage? Right. Or are you getting married and going through thick and thin forever? Yeah. Together? My, my, my answer uh, to, to Randy's email would be, I personally don't think it would complicate things, but I could be wrong. And you better make sure that I'm not wrong, because if I'm wrong, your whole marriage is going to get off to the wrong. <laughs> That's terrible. But it's true. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. if, it, if it might not complicate anything, but if it does, that's a situation you have to avoid. At the first sign of complication, you need to address it. Well, yeah. you need to you need to make not sure. No, no, no. Yeah. You need to make sure that it's not going to be a complication, because yeah, if it know, is a complication, no... you haven't done your due diligence. 
but there's no guarantees and you know how people change where in marriages, like, like they always go, um, I'm fine. If you go to school and you become a doctor and then all of a sudden I'm not fine that you're in school for 15 years and I want out of this marriage. Right. Like, I mean, you know, you I, can change. I, I know many women that their whole lives change when they become a wife or a mother. You know, they take on a completely different personality when really at the end of the day, not too much has changed. Regardless if you're a wife or or a mother, you're still a, a human being with wants, okay. needs and desires. But some people, they just shut off big portions of their lifestyle because they've added a, another layer to who they are as people. And, you know, to me, becoming a wife doesn't really mean much of anything, but to others, it uh, it does. Well, you know what? Not to coin a pun, but different strokes for different folks. And Ooh. bottom line is know who you are, know who your partner is, and decide who together you will be. Simple as that. There you go. Uh, last email, this from uh, Tom in San Diego. Uh, He says, have you guys ever had sex on psychedelics? Uh, I've been experimenting with mushrooms over the last six months and want to have that experience uh, with my girlfriend. Uh, I've heard, though, that it uh, can mess up your sex life, though, when you are sober. I'm not one to answer that question uh, because of the question itself. But I will say from friends I know that do experiment heavily with mushrooms, not LSD and others. um, I don't think ecstasy is considered a psychedelic. But their response has been that given the right timing as the mushrooms are taking effect, that it had a tremendous enhancement to the sexual act itself. Yeah, but I think his question is more if they, you know, have sex on mushrooms, is sex going to be as good when they're sober as it once was? Well, mushrooms are supposed to be a mind opener and a lot of people, and that's why it's becoming legalized in a lot of states, helping with depression and Mm -hmm. any other different things. So maybe that less than 5% of our brain that we utilize on a daily basis, the mushrooms might open it up and it might open a a larger sexual window that'll carry into their relationship beyond when they're high on mushrooms. Right. But their, their worry is that their sex life is going to be less than fulfilling if they don't do it with mushrooms afterwards. Well, there's only one way to find out. Do you want to find out? I mean, that's the thing. Like, I think the fear that the, the email are saying is if I do this, am I going to, want to be on mushrooms every time I know I I don't from the conversation I've had with Pete no I don't think that's going to be the case but one thing about mushrooms a lot of people when they take them there's somebody in the room that doesn't take them kind of like um like a guide yeah like a guide or whatever I mean if your fear factor is that high before you go into the scenario then I don't know if you want to do it because you're creating something negative before you that's true too because if you have the wrong mindset going into it correct me if I'm wrong if you have the wrong mindset like you can have a bad trip just because of that mindset it exacerbates wherever your head is at the time you got to be clear and open and let it just let it just flow. Yeah, like yeah. I've heard like proper psychedelic trips need to have a lot of forethought put into them. Like you don't just like randomly go, sure, let's do mushrooms out of nowhere. Like you need to go ahead, Sam. Okay. So I had a roommate uh, who you might have seen in prior uh, uh, It's Time shows, the guy that would walk by in oh, the yeah. background. Right. Okay. That guy. So he would be an expert mushroom guide. Really? And, and he has actually like um, led many a mushroom trip for people and not me. I'm not into it, but I don't like to, I don't, I need, I do weed and beer and that's about it. You don't like, like to be to out be, of control. I need to be in absolute 100% yeah. control of what's happening to me. And right. I can't be in fear that I'm never going to come back out. Like I can't, I cannot be 
out of control like that. Well, I've heard many of people eat too much weed and fear they're never going to come back out. No, that has never happened to me. God bless at 55. And I've been doing it since I was five. Jesus, that's true. That's we talked time. about that. That's a long been doing time. Weed since you were five. We've talked that. about this. <laughs> God about that one. I yeah. Look how young I am. Look, I'm telling you, it's the fountain of youth. I mean, I'm not that young, but I mean, I'm not that old either. I Tammy, you look amazing. Come on, 55, oh, please. Yeah, 55 still alive. Okay, so um, 55. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, Robbie, uh, basically, you are correct. Uh, I think uh, Bruce, that you said you need to have someone that's not tripping lead your trip because um if you if it's something that you've never done before or you're afraid or you have reservations or you don't know like robbie says that he can help bring you to realizations about yourself he makes it sound so romantic and so fantastic like you want to do a mushroom right but, that's you know probably I mean? who you want though on your side you want an advocate for a good trip and um he uh doesn't have sex with any of these people that he helps through a mushroom trip. And in fact, I don't think sex has anything to do with these mushroom trips. They are, you know, where you lay down and there's music right. and, you know, it's mostly kind of like a soul searching thing, right? Yeah, that's, that's like a soul surfer stuff. type thing. Yeah. 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 Well, one thing, I mean, so I haven't heard too many people experiment with, with mushrooms per se in sexual activity. The one that I have heard people talk about on various shows is, is Molly or, or ecstasy. Yeah. And I have heard that that can cause sexual dysfunction if you have long-term uh, use and, and sex with, with, with those types of drugs. Well, remember one big key thing between those two drugs, Molly and ecstasy are man-made drugs. Right. Okay? They're essentially and pharmaceuticals. They're considered precursors to Alzheimer's, the effect that they can have on the brain. And you're talking about mushrooms, psilocybin, legalized because, A, when it goes into your body, it goes out naturally. Right. You know, it's a very natural in-and-out drug. And it's a fungus, you know, like it's, it's, it's just grows in the ground. Yeah. Very, very positive effects. You know, I am yeah. not against mushrooms. Have you, against- uh, have you heard, like, the correlation between the, the Christmas uh, story about Santa and reindeer? Uh, with mushrooms like there's a there's a Christmas yeah so it's it's interesting um, Ian McCall actually told me about this there's a certain mushroom that is called like the Santa mushroom and uh, you can actually look back through the etymology of the the myth of reindeer flying and bring it back to these mushrooms that these reindeer w- would actually eat and it gave them the sensation of a, of a trip and you know somebody you know along the lines of uh, you know taking care of these reindeer like ended up eating one of these mushrooms and you know perpetuated that that myth as well that you know you eat this mushroom and you can you know fly like look it up uh, Christmas mushroom it's it, it yeah it's, it's pretty crazy I went wow. up to this place in uh, uh, Arrowhead Lake Arrowhead and there's uh, a Christmas village up there and they literally Ooh. have this yeah. mushroom randomly yeah. uh, throughout the park and if you do your due diligence it's that mushroom is exactly the the one from this myth wow does it make you trip yeah well, yeah, that's why that's why the reindeer fly because the reindeer are apparently supposed to get the sensation. But you know, there there's um, killer mushrooms, like mushrooms that you should not eat. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, most mushrooms, I think, in the wild, you shouldn't eat. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was once um, engaged to a baseball player, stuck on a ranch in Oklahoma for you know a couple months, and uh, with uh, limited amounts of weed and uh, lots of cows, lots of lots of cattle. And uh, lots well, of mushrooms that grew out of cow patties. They're on yeah. the cow patties, yeah. Right, and, that's where they grow. I, yeah, and I would look at them all the time and be like, hmm, 
would that one kill me or would that one make me trip? But I never did it because who could who could dig in some cow shit to pull out? A well, mushroom? that's the thing. Like I I'm a picky eater. Very, very picky eater. I don't think I could ever do mushrooms because I don't eat regular mushrooms. I'm like pizza. So I don't think I'm Maybe eating. Maybe that's why wow. cows stand still. They're all high on mushrooms all day long. Who knows? Probably. Yeah. That's why you can tip them over really easy too. All right, guys, did we uh, finish our questions? I want to go into a few things because we need to wrap up the show. Yeah, that is it. That's all our questions. Um, someone getting a prize from those three? <gasps> oh, no. Uh, you, put, you put it out on Twitter that the best question would get a prize. So oh. I'm just saying. Yeah, what you think is the best question? Let's look at them. Uh, we had the question about psychedelics. Um and then the, the question, question about threesomes. About threesomes. And then the first one, uh, Alex in Toronto, um, his wife uh, and him have been married for 20 years, and he has a hard time wanting to have sex. I go for number one. Which was? The, no, Alex having a hard time having sex. Number one. Yeah, that was a very honest Direct, not that the others were not. Don't get right, me wrong. but he's stepping outside of his comfort zone. That probably he's wasn't outside of his comfort zone. Funny email. Uh, Alex, listening to the show, I'm sure he's a UFC fan. Get his address and let me send him a personalized. Cool. Uh, Ooh, I love it. Sounds also, good. A personalized like photograph. Would cool. Yeah. 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 Get his address and let me send him something nice. Sounds good, Alex. Uh, congrats, you win. We got to do this again. I don't know if we need to do it monthly, but you know, every other month or something, because this is fun. No, it's yeah. fun, you know, and it's, it, listen, they're all good questions, and there's, it's, it's a subject that's very on our minds almost on a daily basis, so I'm all for it. It's I think every good. six seconds is what they say for men, right? Yeah. Well, as we get older, maybe every eight. <laughs> or in Alex's case, maybe once every other day. <laughs> Sorry, you guys hear about these killer bees. A bee swarm attack killed a man in Arizona and injured five other people, and Kylie Richards, the best house, or not best house, Beverly Hills Housewives uh, lady was attacked by bees, too, at her home. So wow. th these aren't the hornets. No, no. It just it doesn't even call them killer bees. It's just that they're bee attacks. That's so what? They're, they're randomly flying around attacking people? Because, like, from my experience, you want to piss off some bees, you're going to get stung if you piss off some okay, bees. Well, but otherwise, they leave you alone. Supposedly in Arizona, the beehive weighed 100 pounds. So how many bees do you think were in there? That was a lot of bees. Yeah, but who's messing with the beehive? I guess somebody did. Like, leave yeah, it alone. Let them, let them be. Yep, they were they Let's were uh, stung hundreds of times, hundreds of times. Yeah, right? I can't, I can't, I get, I mean, I'm not I, like allergic to bees, but I, I get kind of messed up when I get stung by bees. Even the firefighters that responded, one had to be hospitalized, he was stung so bad. Wow. So those bees were fighters. It's crazy. Uh, big cheers to Simone Biles, uh, winning her bronze yeah. medal after all she went through. That was huge. Uh, she's been through a lot. I mean, she's such a motivating uh, role model for uh, both men and women and athletes in this country and just uh, kudos to her. And if you out. don't understand what she was going through, I implore you to watch the uh, Michael Phelps documentary called The Weight of Gold. Mm. Yeah, which he suffers seriously from depression. And, and A lot of those athletes, I mean, even going back to like, the, you know, our connection to the Olympics uh, with Ronda Rousey, like Ronda talked about, uh, you know, what she went through to be uh, a bronze medalist in judo. And, and you know, it's a hard life to live as, a, as an amateur athlete, uh, basically living on next to nothing while trying to, I mean, you have to dedicate every single ounce of your energy in life to, you know, competing because you're going against the best in the world. Well, dedication is strong. I mean, even in the Tokyo Olympics, a surfer named Owen Wright, he won the bronze medal five years after a very traumatic brain injury. So, oh, yeah, wow. Just, yeah, uh, kudos. You know, in the future of the Olympics, they're adding a bunch of sports, including Muay Thai. Really? Oh, wow. Uh-huh. 
Right. Muay Thai is interesting to me because, I mean, even looking at boxing, boxing has to be modified to a certain extent. Muay Thai is really damaging on the, on the body. Like, I don't know how many fights you could have in a short period of time where by the time you get to that gold medal match, you're not just, you know, broken. Oh, you know, Muay Thai is a great art. It's a... Um... It's just a great art. It's but the hardest they, sport for me to watch in, in person. Front of each Bruce. other and beat the crap of each other. The it's body shots. Oh my god! It sounds like you're just like hitting melons. Staggering, staggering. Um, and the Cleveland Indians are changing the name to the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, I, that's a in, interesting. Like I, I support you know getting rid of the the Indian moniker. Um, but the the Guardians is going to be hard for me to sort of like uh, accept. Wrap Not that like like it, it sounds like an XFL team. You know what I mean? It doesn't sound a like a bit. major league baseball team. It's got a ring to it. If I was announcing, and I'm, I'm going to make a big announcement here in um, September, but I'm agreeing and I'm going to be representing and opening up for one of the most popular NFL teams in the league. Uh, at their home opener, and I won't wow. tell you. Night That's football. so great! You're you're always making these big announcements, Bruce. I can't keep be, them straight. This is a big one. This is a big one. That's Ready awesome. One. I'll just keep you guys thinking. That's all I'm going to do. I'll tell you after we end the show. And uh, Aaron Rodgers officially made it his return to Green Bay. He's uh, supposedly ended his feud with uh, the Green Bay Packers. And I was reading yesterday that uh, Tom Brady was so upset with his offensive line because he was getting sacked during playoffs that he uh, cursed and kicked a football out of frustration and they kicked the football 40 yards <laughs> oh so now he's gonna be a field goal kicker when he's done being a quarterback God knows what that man can do he can do it all it's it's unbelievable but i'm excited about football coming back i'm excited about being part of football and i'm excited about this weekend show ufc 265 in uh, houston texas it's going to be a heck of a uh, main event you know with Derek lewis and bruce can you tell me why in the world Derek lewis is almost a three to one underdog because he's fighting what? in his hometown yeah plus 290 i believe is the line as of right now it opened higher than that as well i think plus 350 is what he originally opened at like don't get me wrong surreal gone is a fantastic fighter probably should be favorite but uh, almost three to one favorite when you're fighting Derek lewis in his hometown of houston seems crazy to me well, Cyril's an absolute animal. Right, undefeated. And Derek is an absolute animal. He, He's I mean, a beast. He, he pulls it out of his hat when he has to. We'll yeah. see what happens here. Jose Aldo and Pedro Munoz. I'm sorry to say that Amanda Nunes' fight is off due to the fact she had COVID. we got Michael Chiesa and Vicente Luque. That should be a heck of a go. That's how and good this card is. You, you yeah. lose the most dominant woman in the world, and your, your co-main event is still pretty damn good. And speaking of women, you got Angela Hill and Tisha Torres going at it. That fantastic very, fight. Very, very fantastic fight. And let's not stop Jessica Penne and Carolina Kovalkiewicz. Kovalkiewicz. <laughs> um, cards loaded. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I'll be, uh, I'll be locked uh, from from really the prelims because there's a there's a solid uh, fight on every portion of this card. So right. uh, even the quote unquote filler, uh, which is not much of on this card, uh, it's highlighted by a featured bout that you cannot miss. And a couple other announcements. Millions is doing absolutely amazing. As I said, we had over 100 NCAA athletes enter Millions in one day two weeks ago when they announced that NCAA athletes, or three weeks ago when they could uh, monetize themselves and start getting money doing commercials. Unbelievable. But, um, Antonio McKee. the uh, AJ McKee. AJ McKee. His the, dad was Antonio McKee. He's, he's Antonio Jr. And I knew, I knew his dad. So um, Huge fight for him last Saturday. Uh, he he's the polar opposite fighter of, of his father. Antonio was more of a grinder, where AJ's a, a big finisher. We'll see if he ends up in the UFC down the road. But this this kid's got the whole world in front of him right now. I hope he does because I've never no I have announced his son. I announced Randy Couture's son. 
but I announced his dad, Antonio's fights many times. But anyway, he's on Millions, and he's got his whole merchandise line there now. If you're if you're an AJ McKee fan, go to Millions. You can get merchandise for him. Might I say the shirts are looking good too? Not only the one that you have on, but I was browsing the uh, selection there because, like you said, it's growing almost every day. There's new oh, yeah. product and, and new personalities on there, and uh, you can tell it's quality made gear. It's quality made gear, and there's some big fighters from the world of UFC and MMA coming into Millions. I can't wait to announce when they're in. So everybody, check it out. It's Millions co co sexual athletes coming soon yes more to be uh, we'll see what's up we'll see what's up okay um there you go now also too in approximately three weeks it's time energy is going to launch itself i'm launching it in the uk to start whoa in um can you tell me what the flavor is like bruce like what is it what does it taste like oh well this is orange and lemon Ooh, that's a nice little citrusy uh, vibe. I like that. And the other is a natural kind of like berry blast, but we're coming out with four additional flavors. Nice. Uh, the demand for the product's huge. Uh, can can I make a request? My favorite fav- favorite flavor combination in the world is cherry limeade. You should make a cherry limeade. I'll put it in. I'll talk to them. I'll suggest it. I'm getting Please the do. flavors to talk to. But the thing is, there's no sugar in this. Right. There's no sugar at all. It's the energy yeah. drink you don't feel guilty about. Nope. And there's no crash. This is an amazing thing. I'll talk. Oh, I'll be the judge of that buffer. You will be the judge of that. But trust me, this is the finest natural energy drink that athletes can take and not be flagged. It's amazing. Crash free energy. One of the biggest things I've ever worked on, TJ. This is going to go into a whole line of products, nutritionally speaking. You know, we're pre-workout, post-workout, big, huge plans um we're launching and not just i feel fun. like i've inspired you to make a healthy energy drink because you know i'm just you know yeah, chugging these things crap all day long jesus well it tastes good i want you to live a long life so you're going to be drinking it's time all right let's go right there. let's go have a sponsor your shows okay sammy yeah what's up we're signing off bye love everybody okay see Follow you bye. at the single life <laughs> the single life on twitter sam's pajama party on instagram and Sammy, S-A-M-M-Y, Phillips on Facebook. And I'll say it again, and I'll say it for the last time. Teaching branding and marketing, you want everyone to be the same. First, we cover this every single time. There's a reason why I have all different ones. Yeah. And then this is where I go, I'm at TJ DeSantis everywhere. (laughs) There you go. Uh, but I would, I would like people to check out my show called Extra Rounds. It's live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific time on the UFC Fight Pass Facebook page. Also uh, live uh, before the preliminary bouts on Saturday and then immediately following the uh, the pay-per-view broadcast. You can check out uh, myself this week uh, along with Pearl Gonzalez and, and Ray Longo breaking down the UFC 265 card. And uh, our entire archive is available for you on UFC Fight Pass. Fantastic, fantastic! It's so great to see how everything's flowing for you, TJ. It's awesome, and you it's all because I know you, Bruce. I'm like, I know Bruce Buffer, and they're like, oh, let's oh, let's you know, unroll the the, the world, red yeah. the red yeah. carpet. <laughs> I don't care how I got there, just as long as I'm there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Very cool. Hey, everybody out there, if you happen to be in the South Bay, Manhattan Beach area, I did an event yesterday with my friend that owns uh, uh, Coach Kitty Ladoche that owns the. Um, Undisputed Fight Academy in Manhattan Beach. We did an event yesterday with the Manhattan Beach Police Department. It was really, really cool. You didn't beat anybody up, did you, Buff? No, no, no. Okay. Push-up challenges and different things, and for the kids and all. Kitty does a great job with the UFA, and just took on a professional Muay Thai fighter. Has had over 200 Muay Thai fights. Oh wow! 
trainers and other top top Muay Thai trainers there. If anybody's in South Bay and Manhattan Beach and you want to train the finest in Muay Thai, Jiu-Jitsu, and kids, youths, and teenagers, I highly recommend the Undisputed Fight Academy on Manhattan Beach Boulevard in Manhattan Beach. It's called the UFA. Check it out. It's at Undisputed Fight Academy on Instagram or just Undisputed Fight Academy. How are those uh, bicep and uh, ab implants working out for you, Buff? You know what? This one's starting to click. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Look at that gun. I'll just never forget Welcome that thread. Look at that. See? Whoa, man, you can't even see the scars. Pow, pow. It's uh, almost like they're real, Buff. I know. It's amazing. It's kind of hard lifting all this extra weight around. but I mean, you've been carrying us on your backs forever on this program. I still laugh. Like I posted a couple pictures. You said, I have a, it's the most... I just... Have implants. I understand, Sammy. Implantation. Women do whatever you want. But hey, I, mean, I have implants too. I do getting ab implants. Come on, diet, eat right, work out. You know. Be- no, you know. Have you ever heard of guys getting calf? Oh yeah, that's a big thing. It was highly rumored, and I won't mention names, that it's a major bodybuilder turned actors have had calf implants. So yeah, I've heard about them. That's insane to me. It's one of the hardest areas of the body, along with the glute, to build up. You know, so. I mean, I got a fat guy implant. Like, I got this gut put on me just, you know, because I thought it was a good look. Hey, I've got a four-pack, a six-pack, or potentially an eight-pack, depending on the day of the week and what I did the night before. You know, let's just keep it that way. There you go. Natural, baby. All natural. Love it. All right. Workout. Eat right. Play hard. Have a good life. Stay healthy. That's the name of the game. And everybody stay healthy out there with everything going on. Sammy, pleasure always having you on the show. Thanks. Let's continue the SNR show. Let's get those questions rolling. Send them in. The prizes will get more so as the questions get more so. TJ, always a pleasure. Have a great weekend. Everybody, I will see you from the Octagon on Saturday from Houston for UFC 265. A must-watch show if you're a UFC fan. It's going to be fireworks, total fireworks. And um, with that being said, practice your safety practice your protocol be smart in this world be the best you can be set your goals write them down when you step on that path if you are the best you can be then you're winning and that's what we're all about and it's time radio i wish everybody a winning week a great week much love to all stay safe everybody buffer out sammy out tj out we're all out bye bye scat bats